conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. All right, you know the number 086-000-2032. Quite a lot on the boil this morning. The story around or the claims that from Deputy President Paul Mashatila that there's a plot to oust him. The president saying he knows of no such thing. Uh, we've been talking about local government already. Uh, conversations around that. The truck issue and then, of course, the VIP unit issue as well and what happened to those people in that polo just uh, 10 days ago now. So there's a lot to talk about. I remember the first time we took a call on this from someone and they were talking about it and I thought this is going to be a bigger story and here we are. Orlando Pirates, they're playing in a sort of football uh, festival if you like in uh, Spain at the moment and there's a whole lot of international teams. Think of it as a sort of you know a warmer camp but a bit more than that obviously and one of the teams they're supposed to play against is a team called Maccabi Tel Aviv. They're an Israeli football team, an Israeli club and now the BDS coalition so they're the people who uh, want to boycott Israel. They are saying that uh, that Orlando Pirates should not play in this match. Uh, Roshan Dadu is their coordinator, is the coordinator of the South African BDS coalition. Roshan, good morning. Good morning, and thanks for having us on the show. Um, why do you believe that a South African team should not play an Israeli team? Well, I think firstly to remind your listeners that there is now an international consensus that Israel commits the crime against humanity of apartheid. And this is not just a vague opinion. This has been proven over and over again by Human Rights Watch, Amnesty International, numerous UN bodies, um, as well as South Africans who are amongst the first to investigate and um, find that Israel does commit the crime against humanity of apartheid as defined in the Apartheid Convention. So once we understand that Israel is an apartheid state, we're calling on South Africans to boycott that state in line with the call made by Palestinian people themselves. And in this case, Palestinian sports people who are calling on us, as we called on the international community during our struggle against apartheid, to isolate apartheid Israel, to put pressure on the regime, not to play sports, not to sports wash, as they call it, um, the Israeli state who plays in these international matches um, and international sports games in order to um, whitewash, as we used to say, the crime of apartheid here when white South African teams would go and play international matches. So we're really, really disappointed that in this case, both Pirates, such a top team, and SAFA and SASCOC and the sporting bodies themselves are just allowing this to go ahead. And we're calling on them to stop it. Would it be different? And I mean, these what your proposed action does propose other questions that follow from it. And I'm not sort of arguing with your main point, although I suppose if we have to, we can. But but um, if if for example, Maccabi Tel Aviv had a public stance in support of Palestinians and against, say, uh, what some of Benjamin Netanyahu's uh, government in Israel is doing, would that change anything, or should it be a blanket ban on? all Israeli sport, all Israeli ties? Look, it's not about if they did this or if they did that. The fact is that under apartheid, as here, sport is also segregated. So whilst, the, in fact, the occupation forces of Israel and the Israeli government support and sponsor soccer in illegal settlements, in fact, it's Puma, and there's an international campaign against them to pull out of sponsoring the Israeli Football Association, they actually encourage soccer in illegal settlements. Settlements are illegal. Why? Because under occupation, you're not 
allowed by international law to use it as a, as a, a guide for colonization by building settlements and filling them with Jewish um, settlers, Jewish citizens who enjoy the benefits of apartheid. And just one example, last month, an Israeli soldier in the occupation forces just shot dead a Palestinian soccer player, a young man, 24 years old, promising career, father of two small children. Why did they shoot him? Because he was trying to help his neighbors who were under siege in their town from these illegal settlers who are now committing what can only be described as pogroms, raiding into Palestinian towns, setting fire to cars and homes. And this is not getting as much attention. We saw what happened in Janine last, uh, last week. But these everyday events supported by the occupation forces who shot the Palestinian soccer player whilst this pogrom was taking place is just one of the examples. And I think, you know, it's no surprise that football then replicates this kind of institutionalized racism that the government um, promotes. And Tel Aviv Maccabee fans, for example, are known to be racist and anti-Palestinian. There's slurs in their games, the graffiti, they have uh, banners and slogans. And in even one player, you were asking about whether the team would, would speak out against um, apartheid Israel. One veteran player for Maccabee Tel Aviv said they just hate Arabs. So this is the nature of the team that Orlando Pirates is going to be playing in a friendly, but there's nothing friendly about the Pirates. Um, one of the things that's interesting is that is that the fight that is that the um, Palestinian cause has I wouldn't I wouldn't call it consensus in our society, but I would certainly call it broad support, almost overwhelming support, perhaps um, the governing party, etc. Um, and Orlando Pirates, as you point out, it's a big football team, it's a big brand. Uh, do you think they're listening at all? Um, I would think that some politicians might join your call. Well, I certainly hope so. And um, we're sure that there are many politicians that will. And we've called on the Minister of Sports, Arts and Culture to make a call, make a stand, speak out against this. But further, you remember a couple of years ago, the then Minister of Sports, Arts and Culture did take a stand against um, um, the Miss South African uh, Miss World who was going to um, go to the pageants in being held in Israel. They did make a call, and when she re- insisted on going ahead, they withdrew government support. But it shouldn't be left to individual ministers to have to deal with these matters. We're calling for a policy guideline from the Department of Sports, Arts and Culture on implementing a sports and cultural boycott. So we don't constantly have this situation, as you say, it's very contradictory. Government statements and uh, the statements of the ruling party are very much in favor of supporting the Palestinians and supporting their call for um, boycotts, divestments and sanctions. So that's what another thing we're calling for in order to make a consistent call to South African sports bodies and cultural workers not to play with apartheid Israel, not to go there, not to play with their teams or teams and events that are sponsored by the apartheid state. Roshan Dadu, thank you. Coordinator of the South African BDS Coalition.